So, Tegan. Yes. What's it doing outside? <laughs> um, it's snowing. This feels like during... So I just had my orals. Mm-hmm. And one of my committee members kept on being like, okay, so what do we use to, like, decide a tree is most parsimonious? And I was, like, head empty. Like, mm-hmm. uh... The way it looks, like, I was completely, like, nothing was coming out. And he, like, kept asking, okay, so what is this? Okay, so you said that. So what do you mean by that? And finally we got to the right answer. Oh, good. And I feel like you could do the same thing to me. They were on your team. Yeah, well, and then he was like, you know, I know you know this. You're just, like, nervous. nervous. And also you need to be better at, like, communicating complex ideas like this. And it just... You just need more time with it, basically, with the material, mm-hmm. which is fair. That's cool. I agree. You passed? I did. You're a master. Well, no. <laughs> You're 50% of a master. They haven't kicked me out. That's, You're a mess. I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they haven't kicked you out? They haven't kicked me out. I'm still a master's student. I'm still an entomologist. And I'm still a film student. Yeah, so nothing's changed. The podcast can continue. <laughs> what do we do when you're not a student anymore? Um... Are you always a film student? Is In my being, heart. Is being a film... You're like, well, actually, I try to keep an attitude. I'm an autodidact. I'm always learning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be... A f- I mean, I'm not going to be a filmmaker when I graduate. I'm going to be a writer. Film that's writer. less fun. Writer. Yep. That's what they call I us have, in I the have, industry. I have a huge binder that is... I call it my fly Bible. Flyable for short, which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. But someone was like, uh, they borrowed it, and I was like, oh, sorry, I took my flyable back home and like kept talking. And she was like, sorry, you can't do that. <laughs> You're what? You can't just say that. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, it's snowing outside. And um, <clears throat> what does one do with snow? You know, I like... I tend to avoid it. Oh. Interesting. Um, sometimes, sometimes you know when there's like a bunch of snow accumulated on like a wall. Mm-hmm. I like to just kind of press my hand into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Do you ever eat it? Not here. Mm, yeah, fair. <laughs> the pollution's pretty bad. Yeah, no. Sometimes Himalayan it's gray. snow would probably be delicious. Yeah. I don't know. Pollution kind of. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. I I know that we're killing the earth. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so what I like to I like to I like to put big wooden planks on my feet. You do, and and just make my way down the hill on the snow. This is something that you like to do that I would consider a vice, perhaps, and maybe like a I love you in spite of. Mm, I just I love that fresh pow. <laughs> I love to shred it. I saw someone on TikTok. It was this snowboarder like sn- like boarding. What do you? Snowboarding? Shredding behind some children on a mountain. Sure. And he was, like, on your left, and the kid, like, just bailed, like, just jumped, like, head first into the drift. <laughs> and everyone in the comments was like, why is he pushing over those kids and not taking advantage of that fresh pow? And I was like, I hate it here. <laughs> See, I feel like their skiers get a bad rap because there is such a thing as a ski bum. And, no, maybe they're not always the most scholarly of folks mm-hmm. but they're super chill do you think it's the they're like fun um that probably contributes but i think it's also just temperament oh to be okay with skiing you have to be okay with falling perhaps mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm not okay with falling <laughs> that would do it not even into some snow no heavens no what if what if a handsome a handsome snowman named frosty caught you mm. if it was frosty Ooh, do you think Frosty's attractive? Depends on which iteration. Mm. I think the claymation one mm. is kind of hot. That's not Frosty. Who is he? We'll get into it. Tegan, why do we make snowmen? Because everyone's a little bit of an artist, and there's free stuff falling from the sky, so you might as well use it. Can you be more specific? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Be More Specific, a podcast where an entomologist, me, and a film student, me, walk into a podcast and walk out with a snowman. I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. (laughs) You really threw me for a loop there. (laughs) 
I thought it would be funny if we walked into the podcast and came out snowmen, but it's also funnier if we just have acquired one. That would be impressive. This is our friend. He will die. Very soon. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've made a couple of snowmen that have last, lasted like weeks. Yeah. No, they can. You compress that snow. Which in the grand scheme of things, I suppose, is significantly less than a typical lifespan. Yeah, of a person. So it's not that impressive. <laughs> but you don't make a snowman because you're trying to like make a person. You're trying to. It's art. It's art. She screams from the rooftop. It's yelling art. at the children making snowmen. But is AI art? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. If an AI makes a snowman, adjusts glasses, will Elon Musk buy Twitter? <laughs> Timely. Uh, what's the best snowman you've ever made? I'm sure you have one that you're, like, weirdly proud of. I think I've made a lot of... I've half made a lot of snowmans in my life. Oh. That's the majority of snowmen I've made. It's like I get tired halfway through because it is actually kind of strenuous mm. and I don't finish it and it's ugly and it's only has it only has two humps. Yeah. And like maybe some sticks as mm. a face. But last or I guess two years ago, it was midnight and I was bemoaning to my roommates the fact that I never do anything fun or collegey <laughs> and then it was snowing outside, so we were like, I guess we'll make a snowman. That would be a whimsical thing to do. And we actually, like, finished it. We spent a couple of hours. Is it this snowman? It's that snowman. I have a picture of He's the snowman. He's quintessential. <laughs> Amelia sent it to me. Carrot nose. He's a good snow. You got a carrot. I love that Amelia in my, me, like, we both, this snowman connects us forever. It is our favorite snowman. It's not just mine. It's not just hers. It's your, yours. It's ours. You or the parents to And we put snowman. a hat on him, and we eventually put a scarf on him, too. That picture doesn't have oh. it. And actually, I think it was a crowdsourced snowman because the a couple days after it was built, our friend Anna, I think, put a hat on him. Okay, so today I was talking to Anna Monson, and I asked her what her favorite snowman was, and she said someone made a really big snowman, and she donated her hat to it. I think it's the same one. I think it was the same This snowman. is the universal snowman. The snowman. I it's think a we very... even, we've named it at some point, but I can't remember what the name is. I remember being jealous. That you hadn't contributed to the snowman? That I wasn't part of the snowman story, but it's okay. Now I'm inserting myself. I'll be forever part of the snowman story. You're a part of the narrative that will live on in our hearts forever. But isn't that, it's just, it's a nice size. It's a good size It's like size maybe snowman. four feet it's tall. Very av- like it's, it looks like Play-Doh snowman. Yeah. So that's my favorite one. That's good. I don't think I have I've made. I've contributed to bigger ones in my life, but this was also the first one where I was, like, a key participant. Like, it wouldn't have been made without me. Yeah. You know? That's fair. This is my favorite snowman. I would like you to describe it for the listener, please. Oh. Well, it's... It seems to be small. Maybe about a foot tall. It's not a foot. Is it shorter? It's, like, six inches, maybe. (laughs) Perspective's difficult. It has no face, Mm-mm. two sticks for arms. Those are pretzels. It kind of... <laughs> and it kind of looks like a bite's been taken out of it because it's so lopsided. I love it. so. I don't know who made this. Artist unknown. I was just walking out of the LSB and I saw this on the little, like, wall that I normally glomp my hand into. Yeah. But there was this friend and... He was just so happy. It's exciting. I love him. I do. I I mean, it's been snowing in Utah for a couple of weeks now, and I have passed a couple of really solid snowmen. And, and I think part of what's so great about snowmen, we don't have to define snowmen, do we? We can. I think it's pretty easy to define. Because right now we're just chatting, but you have info. I do. You have data to Oh, do I have it? I have a book, Becca. Yeah, called what? The History the of The History snow- of the Snowman from the Ice Age to the Flea Market by Bob Eckstein who is a New Yorker cartoonist. <gasps> and this is, like, well-researched, or is it satire? Oh, it's well-researched. Wow. Decently. It's the only book on any information about snowmen on the internet comes back to this book. Wow. Hence why I had to get it. That is impressive. Through interlibrary loan. I had to fill out a form, and they asked me what my purpose was, and I was like, personal research. <laughs> <laughs> personal reasons. I'm just really into snowmen. <laughs> Um, define snowman. Me? Yeah. Uh, it's a. I have a dictionary definition, but 
It's a facsimile of a living being Mm -hmm. made from snow. Yeah, they specify compressed snow. (laughs) Well, what else could it be? Yeah, and also they specify human figure, but I think that is bizarre. To I mean, I've seen people make, like, snow dogs mm-hmm. and snow monsters, but we all still just call them snowmen. Yeah. It's just, like, a snow guy. I don't know. And snow women. Yeah. Um, snow person has been, like, put forward. The liberal agenda. That's, okay, that's again. one thing. Bob Eckstein has a little section about how it's dumb that we want to call it a snow person. And I'm like, I don't think anyone actually does. Personally, I don't care. There is. Did you read this whole book? I read this whole book. Wow. It's, it's not, finals, Tegan. It wasn't a hard book. I. How long did it take you? It only took like probably like four hours. Okay. Okay. It's a little book, and it's pictures. So funny. Would you recommend it? How? <laughs> <laughs> I will. You will know if you want to read this book by the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um. So, how long do you think snowmen have been a part of history? Something tells me it's the Ice Age. Yeah, so it's it's impossible to identify them. I guess snowman. that's true. Because they we just, don't have fossils of snowmen. Yeah, they go away. Like that's <laughs> so in here. He actually he said, um, cavemen made art with all materials available, whether it was mud, wood, sticks. So we can only speculate that a piece of coal may have at one time been the eye of a prehistoric snowman, which is weird to be like. Well, yeah, well they used coal though. It's just an odd... I get what they're saying, that there's no, like, evidence. Are there any snowmen in the film franchise, Ice Age? I think there might be. I think Scrat. Because he Scrat's gets... Scrat's not a snowman. No, but he gets He's covered in snow. He gets covered in snow. Oh, and, and then it it's looks like, like him. Oh, it looks like a snowman. But it's Scrat in it. I can't believe you know the name of him. Of Scrat? Yeah. It's because I, like, two days ago saw a thirst trap about him on TikTok. We should delete TikTok we from should. existence. It's okay. The U.S. government's working on it. The oldest visual evidence for a snowman is in the marginalia of the Book of Hours, written in 1380, which is currently located in The Hog in the Netherlands. You, you really just like, hog? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say it big. You don't want to commit. Scary word. Um, The text on the page details the crucifixion of Christ. And then on the marginalia, there's this like snowman character who is looking back at the viewer, melting quite obviously, and looking really sad. He has little, like, marks on his butt. And the snowman is also wearing a hat, which at the time, if you drew, if you were making, like, Christian imagery and you had someone with, like, a crazy hat, it meant they were Jewish. Like, you were deciding that character was Jewish. Wow. Because I guess at that time, hats equaled, like, Jewish. And so um, this is a direct quote from this book. The first snowman was Jewish? It's truly unfortunate that the oldest visual evidence for a snowman is anti-Semitic. Oh. Would you like to see him? Whoa. I'll post I'll post all of these pictures on the website He's and perfect. also the Instagram. He is perfect. He's very sad. He is melting. Because he's turning his back to Christ. So he is melting. I cannot wrap my brain around that image. It's truly original. Look at his little butt, his little burn mark. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's like a cauldron. So this was unearthed by Bob Eckstein. Like, people didn't know that this was the earth. He's the one who found it. He didn't, like, compile this information. Pretty much everything I'm presenting. Like, he researched. He researched. He found. He was, like, looking through old books to try to find any imagery of snowmen. (laughs) (laughs) Who hurt him? I don't know. He really doesn't give a solid reason as to do why he's doing this. Besides, like, I don't know, it's cool. That's a good enough reason. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, too, because snowmen are also now seen as fairly non-religious. There was a court case where a local government had a menorah, a Christmas tree, a nativity scene, and then also a snowman. And it was ruled that they could keep it up. And it was, like, just a celebration of winter holidays Unless they removed the snowman. The snowman was the linchpin, making it non-denominational. Just like a holiday Whoa. image. Which is <laughs> really funny. Odd. So this so snowmen are definitely like the grand the grand winter equalizer. That's yeah. That's terrifying. In 1494, it's recorded by the art historian Giorgiano Vasari that, and mm-hmm. I quote. 
One winter, when a great deal of snow fell in Florence, uh, Piero de' Medici, who is the who was like the leader of Florence at the time, I don't know mm-hmm. what his title was, um, had him being Michelangelo make him a statue of snow, which was very beautiful. Nothing else is known about this snowman. It is one of the great lost pieces of art. It's interesting. I mean, the whole appeal of snowman is that they're ephemeral. Uh, Michelangelo was 19 when he made it. Oh, wow. I know. What's the crossover like between snowman and ice sculpture in terms of research? So there are... Ice sculptures are different because they're not, like, made of soft snow. Mm-hmm. And usually ice sculptures require... Oh, I suppose snowmen are additive and yeah. ice sculptures are subtractive. Exactly. Yeah. You got it. They're just like, wow. Yeah. Which changes the way you have to sculpt. Yeah. Yeah. But people have probably been making ice sculptures for a very long time, too. Mm-hmm. We've been... And, like, probably, like, Inuit populations rocks. have probably... Well, Here's where it gets a little tricky. You have to have high humidity in order for snowmen to be possible. Oh, you're right. So it truly is, like, you can't do it in the poles. There's just not enough humidity. Huh. It's too dry. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So all of those Christmas movies where you mm-hmm. go to the North Pole. Elf was lying. And there's a snowman. Yeah. In fact, one of the articles I read was like, this proves that Elf is a liar. And I was like, it's... That's, it wasn't That's trying title to be of the a truther. What are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was really weird. Um, it's just so cool that all that was for, like, all we know about this snowman was that it was very beautiful. A bunch of people wrote in their journals about how nice it was. I don't know. Probably looked, I'm assuming, like a chiseled guy. I feel like that was Michelangelo's thing. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> We're just like him. Have you ever made a snowman? Tegan. I've never made a snowman. Imposter. I've made little ones, but never, like, I've never, like, I've I've contributed, I contributed to a Joseph Smith Sphinx in Heritage Halls when wow. I was a freshman. That's not. I helped with the uh, cheekbone. Doesn't count. Does it not count? I think this winter before you leave the coldness forever, for likely forever, we're going to have to do all of the winter activities. It snows in Flagstaff. You're so right. <laughs> You're so right. I am. I think Arizona. I think Hot. cactuses. Mm, no, they're skiing. Sand? They're skiing in Flagstaff. Sand skiing? Well, snow. <laughs> Can you ski on the sand? Not super easily. It's like a totally different process. It's a lot slower. <laughs> and also, it's mostly snowboarding. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's harder to ski. That yeah. sounds horrifying. Um. Okay, now, so... We're up to the year 1511. And this event is called the Miracle of 1511. This was a group protest in Brussels, Belgium, where the locals built approximately 110 satirical snowmen during what was called the Winter of Death. During the Winter of Death, there had been six weeks of harsh weather and mass death. People were, you know, freezing in the streets. It was, there wasn't enough food. And the big issue was that the wealthy were taking a lot of the food. There was, like, issues with, like, just, like, a class divide, right? Yes. So the impoverished community, like, most of the people at the time in Brussels. This should be a movie. They made 110 snowmen. This and isn't a there are multiple movie, no it? this guy Bob Eckstein found it he found out about this by reading like journals what do I look up the miracle of fifteen eleven I kid you not there's no like pictures of course but we have we have records from people's journals and multiple journals of what exactly was like made so I have a list of some of the so all of these that were made. <laughs> These events are happening, like, 50 to 100 years between each other. Yeah. We just have to assume snowmen were being made oh, in yeah. the interim. Of course. I assume so. And these are just, like, greatest hits. Yeah. Well, and greatest these are also... Snowmen. Yeah, they're they're related to either a famous person or, like, a, a large snowman. It makes you think event. about what gets remembered. It, this actually... No, no child snowman gets remembered. It's... Except for we'll get to one that was, and it's very, very cute, and I cried. So This must have been such a nice relief after Haunted Houses. It was. Like, this sounds like a wholesome topic altogether. Well, and what it comes down to is there's this innate human desire. To create. To create. That's all it That's is. That's the answer. It's so nice. It wasn't, like, 
snowman school was instituted and no. we still have no. the dregs. It's like everybody has a nice memory of making a snowman from when they were a kid. Yeah, if, if you're well, around Well, okay, snow. Yeah, yeah, if you're around snow. Well, I don't want to be... <laughs> I don't want to be... Geographist? <laughs> yeah. That. Well, and even if you didn't have snow, like in California, we would make sand snowmen because it was like such a image, you know? Um, that was the saddest sentence I've ever It is, said. okay, it is interesting, though, that, I mean, people do make snow castles, but the first thing that you make at a beach is a sand castle. The first thing you make in the snow is a man. <laughs> Just like a guy. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because you can roll snow easier? That might be it. I feel like... Like, if sand were easier to form into a man, would that be well, the default? Harder to go tall with sand. That's true. Easier <gasps> to go tall with It's sand. just structurally, fundamentally different. Yeah. I told you this episode is going to be so much fun. I'm so happy. I want to make a snow castle into Sandman and then take pictures of both and then make an exhibit. Good idea. And it will be titled... Neither of these sculptures exist anymore. I was going to say impressions. Well, because there's something really cool about the fact that, like, they don't exist anymore. There's something... Very And that's something, I feel like old Bob, as I've been calling him in my head, in this book, he's, yeah, he's constantly going on and on about the, like, the nature of the snowman to melt, or whatever. And it's like... Oh, he wrote for the New Yorker. Well, it's weird, because half the book is like that, and the other half is, like, jokes. And then the last bit is, like, kids these days don't make snowmen. And I'm like, I live a block from an elementary school. I, they're making they're snowmen. Making the they're snowman. making armies. It's not... Like, they should be learning more. The amount of snowmen that these children are creating is actually kind of worrying. I don't know how they have so much time. Yeah. I. So, <laughs> did you ever read the Big Nate comics? Yes. So, there is, <laughs> there's, you know, there's individual comic strips that come out every day. And then there's, like, books, Nate books. Yeah. And in one of these books, they make, it's a competition between, like, the public school and, like, the charter school. And it's a snowman competition, and the public school makes, like, a pretty a pretty cool snowman. Yeah. Uh, like, an Achilles snowman. Mm. Um, and it's, like, fun and weirdly graphic. And then the <laughs> charter school makes, like, this gorgeous knight. And it's like, oh, this, this snowman is way better. There's no competition. And then they realize that what they had done was literally take a suit of armor and then put snow around it. And that's the reason it was able to be so detailed. That doesn't count. And it was scandal. Yeah. And they were like, this doesn't count. And the charter school kids were like, why not? But I think every kid who read that book fundamentally knew that it, it doesn't count. count. You know it's Why? Because, because it's not compressed, for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> According to the definition. According to the definition. And also because, like... I mean, I guess this is the argument about a lot of art and, like, facsimile and copying is that, like, originality is important. Well, and making something out of nothing is so important for sculpture, specifically. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess it's a similar reason why you sh- wouldn't trace something yeah. and call it art, or yeah. at least you wouldn't call it original. Yours. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it has its own sort of interesting value. So, anyway, I never thought I'd wax philosophical about Big Nate comics. <laughs> He's but got, here we are. He's got weird weird hair. He does have weird hair. He's a big fan of figure skating. Um, You cut me off before. Well, not cut me off. That's really rude. <gasps> I cut you off. I have, I'm sorry. You are going to I'll regret. You're going to regret, like, delaying this Uh-oh. knowledge. Okay. It's so good. It's so great. I I'm, regret everything I've said thus far in this you podcast. You should. So. really important that you talked about. It's really good that you talked about Big Nate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Examples I, of snowmen that were built during the miracle of 1511. <gasps> Are you ready? Man, I wish that we had had cameras back then. A snow nun seducing a man. <gasps> a snowman and a snowwoman having sex in front of the town fountain. A naked snowboy urinating into the mouth of another snowman. Snow unicorns, snow mermaids, snow dentists, and snow sex workers. So these were adults making snowmen. Yeah, because they were satirical. They were. Yeah. They did, like, in front of one of, like, the city officials' houses, they did, like, And it was him, a protest of what again? Of how they were being treated and, like, oh, starvation okay. and stuff. But it was just, like... <laughs> like, starvation and stuff. But it's just... Like, they made, like, a snow... Like, a snowman that looked like a guy. And we're like, <laughs> look, he's naked. 
And that was like a serious form of this is considered to be one of the first acts of political cartoon. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, and it's like this mass event. It was a yeah. group protest. Like it's it's an art installation. I yeah. It's so crazy. That's maybe that's the most meaningful array of events I've ever heard. It's so it's so amazing. Turn this into a lifetime movie. I dare you. Okay, in Japan, snowmen look a little bit different. They're usually only comprised of two circles as opposed to three, and they also lack arms. They are called yuki dharma or literally snow dharma. After the snow or after Dharma dolls. Have you heard of a Dharma doll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, we'll explain them, though. Yeah, they're like <laughs> these like really rotund little guys with little tiny heads. Mm-hmm. They're two balls stacked on top, top of each other. And they're supposed to represent, like, good luck. And they've been around since at least 1764. So it's assumed that snow Dharma have existed within yeah, the Yeah, and it's like a ritual thing. Mm-hmm. In <sighs> China, going back to the 7th century, so a huge step back, Buddha statues are also uh, made out of snow uh, for families to worship in place of marble or wood during winter months. That makes sense. Snow is an equalizer. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it's maybe not an equalizer because the people with money can survive and such. But in terms of, like, an artistic medium, you really can just make something out of snow. In 1853, Mary... Oh, jumping, what, 300 years? Yeah, we're jumping a bit. Um... (laughs) A bunch of stuff happens pretty quickly, though. In 1853, Mary Dillwyn, who was considered the earliest female photographer in Wales, um, like, female, like, art photographer, mm-hmm. not just pictures like of exhibited, portraits. Like, exhibited, yeah. yeah. Um, she took the earliest known photograph of a snowman. And the reason why she took it was because she had one of the first, like, some of the first access to, um, like, a quick capture as opposed to, like, a really long exposure time. Mm-hmm. So she changed, she's, like, given a lot of credit for changing the definition of, like, what was worth to take pictures of. She Mm -hmm. took a lot of pictures of children. She took a lot of pictures of, like, housework. She took pictures of children building a snowman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know. Look at him. The snowman even has a little face. Is that that a little snow hat? Yeah. Why Why don't people put snow hats on them? I don't know. We always use real ones. I know. We always make these arbitrary decisions of where snow ends and human ephemera begins. And it's like, it's, he's like a little, like, he's like a little mound. Yeah. Just a little head. He's a cutie pie. Do we, do we know where the, the carrot tradition came from? Um, I don't. I couldn't find. I was looking into that, but it's kind of scattered. Like, all of this is hard to pin down. Yes, definitely. But she, if you. specifics too. She actually, sorry, I want to say Mary Dillwyn. She gave up photography uh, because of the rapid, like, commercialization of it, mm-hmm. which is also really interesting because snowmen follow a similar trajectory. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're all aware. But, like, I don't know. Her family also included a very famous lepidopterist. Oh. Who studies butterflies. So she's she's just a really, really cool person. Yeah. I really like Mary Dillon. Okay. Well, now we know. Yeah. And it, it, the picture is titled Snowman Number Two. So there was a number one. There is. There's two pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah, but only one of them, for whatever reason, is on Wikipedia. Hmm. She has a whole page. There's also a pub named after her. You, oh, you didn't. You didn't take a quick little flight to Wales. I should to have find honestly. the original. That would have been the original snowman. The blueprint. <laughs> He is the blueprint. That's another thing. Researching this, snowmen are nice to look at. They're good visually. They're pleasant. Yeah. Um, In 1870, Paris was being attacked by Prussian forces, and Alexander Falgier created La Resistance, a snowman, a snowwoman, arms crossed, nude, and defiant in, like, the middle of, like, a Mm -hmm. field. She was reproduced numerous times over the years in magazines and other forms of print as well as, like, statues. And later he tried to make her again. This is a direct quote from one of his biographers. None of his Marquettes had the proud allure, the poetry of a snow statue. He destroyed them. The inspiration was dead. (laughs) (laughs) Biographies of artists are very funny. He like, it's, he really tried to make her again and he never could. Yeah. So it's interesting then 
that like these stories of adults making snowmen are they tend to be like true to life figures mm-hmm. and then it's the children who will just do their best and yeah. create the mounds uh-huh. and that's the differentiation and then well, and snowman his, her her arms were crossed over her chest and and bob Eckstein points out in his book that perhaps that wasn't a statement of like because there's a question as to like oh did he not want to like showcase like breasts but most likely it's just hard to make arms sticking out when you're sculpting with snow mm-hmm. so it's like how much of it well, yeah, it's not medium? super structurally so yeah it's difficult to make protrusions exactly hmm. save a small protrusion which is why the nude ones work quite well oh gosh <laughs> and noses and noses probably except we use carrots now because we're lazy <laughs> Kids these days... Kids these days don't even sculpt lava resistance anymore. <laughs> um, the concept... So Calvin. <laughs> I love... I love the Calvin Snowman comics. There's so many of them. There's so and many. they're so great. Well, they, they really capture that, like... I don't know. I feel like as a kid, you I would... Like, a kid <laughs> creating, and he has, like, a reason. Mm-hmm. Be, they're clearly made by a child. I was talking to Desert last night, and I was like, did you make snowmen as a kid? And he was like, yeah, because Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. So they would constantly be making snowmen, like, get home early from school because of snow and then make a bunch or whatever. And I was like, I really did anything like that. Well, I guess I had my hole. And he was like, what? And I was like, well, I had this really big hole in my backyard that I would come home and I would dig in my hole. Mm-hmm. And at one point I could stand in the hole. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was hard to get out. And then I've never seen holes, I would like to say. Also. Okay. So Wait, you've never seen I've holes? I've never seen holes. That's so. crazy talk. Have you read the book? Um, I... No. Whoa! This is a... That's crazy! I know, but Everybody I, read that book. I don't know. I dug holes as a kid. I feel like I got it. You got the... You, no, it's not about that. It's about generational trauma. Oh, maybe I should read it. I read Hoot. It's about class divide. All my friends were reading Holes, and I read Hoot. Hoot, Hoot is fine. Yeah. Hoot's pretty good. Holes? But my friends would come over, and I would be like, hey, do you want to see my big hole? And they would come over, and they'd be like, whoa. Yeah. There, <laughs> you I, dug that? I mean, yeah, there is also an innate need <laughs> for children to make big holes. Yep. Kids digging is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why? For fun. That's so weird. I mean, there's like, you can't attribute it to anything. It's either it's a just pile. a thing that kids do. It's either a pile, a snowman, or it's a hole. Were you trying to, I suppose if you think about it, snowmen are the opposite of holes. Yes. I would agree. <laughs> um, and you don't even need to make a hole to make a snowman. Were you trying to dig a hole to China? No, I just wanted a big one. Okay. To have. How did I not know this about you? About my whole era? Yeah. <laughs> Your whole era. Your yeah. whole era. <laughs> I've always it's I've always been chasing that that rush of creation of digging a hole. Right, uh, yeah, I don't. Um the concept of snowmen had made its way to North America by the Shenan Shenan Katie massacre. I believe is how you say it, Shin mm. Katie Massacre, of 1690, where 1660 residents were killed by an allied band of French soldiers and Mohawk and Aliquin warriors. At this time, everyone was going back and forth, just murdering each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is said on the night of the massacre, two guards who were in charge of guarding the north gate built two snowmen to guard the gates, and then they went to the pub. Like, they expected that to work? Yeah. Like... Did they it's, dress it, them up like themselves? I do, all we know, it there's people, there are, like, journals of people being like, oh, this is what happened. There's no way that happened. I don't know. It's on, like, it is Color not contested. It is not contested. I thought also, I was like, this can't be real. But, like, it's not, no one's like, As oh, in, like, from the real. distance, the dark shadows of snowmen looked like guards? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's yeah. slightly more believable. Yeah, because it was, like, a really, like, wintry okay. night. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. They they can have that one. You can have it. You can have it. Shannon Tatey Massacre. Oh, boy. 60. 60 oh, people. Oh, bad time. Yeah. And okay. 60 were taken hostage. But, like, what year? Uh, 1690. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now we're going to get into modern snowman. 
And the modern snowman, we're going to go continue going forward through time. Um, Bob Eckstein makes the weird choice to start modern and then go backwards in his book, which I feel like it makes more sense to go forwards in time. I mean, that's typically how we experience time. But maybe he's he's onto something we don't know about. <laughs> he might be. He also calls this first, or he calls, he has like names for the eras. Also, it says from Ice Age to... Yeah, but we don't have evidence from Ice Age. So. Yeah, but... Yeah, the book title is from is start misleading. to end. Yeah. But then it, it begins end to start. Um, in North America, snowmen are generally built with three spheres. In United Kingdom, two spheres are usually used. As in Japan. I wonder why that is. Yeah. And parts of, like, like Wales uses three. And I was looking at pictures, and, like, the Netherlands uses three, but, like, UK proper, two. Hmm. Yeah. And I was talking to Anna Monson about this, our friend who, uh, she was in England for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, that's because it never snows. There's not enough. <laughs> so. They might be onto something there. <laughs> she might be onto something. I mean, like I said, I've given up and made two humped snowmen before. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, <clears throat> keeping it in. Mm. You know something I just realized? Huh. Frosty the Snowman from the cartoon yeah. does, doesn't look anything like the snowmans we make. No, not at all. He has, like, legs. He has legs and arms. He just looks like a big man. He, he is, he's just a big, a this big is crazy. naked man. <laughs> um, hold, hold off on Frosty. We'll get <laughs> okay, there. Okay, I will. In the 1870s to the 1900s, there was a focus on snowmen in greeting cards and magazines specifically. Mm -hmm. These early depictions were usually quite realistic and they're like picturesque, you know, like it like the snowman just looks like a pile of snow. It doesn't look like anything else. Not moving, not looming, but like just kind of existing Mm -hmm. in the 1910s. Suddenly (laughs) snowmen were often like shown drunk. There was this really strong association with alcohol and snowmen. There are wild photos in this book. I have one book. I have one bookmark to show you. No, that's a snow cop. Oh, bottom right. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Oh, he looks a lot like Frosty the Snowman. But he is also, what is he doing? He is chugging a... Unidentified, probably alcoholic substance. And the children are cheering him on. This is so cool. You, I highly recommend just thumbing through this book. It is, the photos of snowmen are so unhinged. It's lovely. There is, there's a, like, you just didn't even mention this picture of a snow cop that a bunch of women are throwing snowballs at. Oh, yeah. That's, They're ahead of their time. That's the snow cop. And if you turn, you can turn either direction. I believe if you go back a page, there's, um. This one has a knife? <laughs> that one has a knife and he is threatening t- children. <laughs> this one is thirsting after a scantily clad woman. Yeah. I think snowmen at this point were literally just standards for men. Yes. And for like the worst leery, men's worst instinct. Creepy, leery men. Yes. They're standards. That's fascinating. 1910s, 1920s is when this was. And these are all men. There's very few snow women. Yeah. Just like, I mean, just like all representation, I suppose, but like. But there are women. There's women. Interacting with I'm the surprised snowman. there's not like sexy snow women that that never caught on. I think it would be difficult. I guess it was easier to just objectify the normal ones. Well, and there's a theory also that the law resistance, the reason why she was paint, why she was made naked, was because the soldiers that he was with were like jeering him on to not add clothes as he was sculpting um, with the snow. But like that's unsubstantiated. We don't have any way of knowing. That's unsubstantiated. Well, we don't know if people were yelling at him. Oh, don't put the don't put the gloves on. <laughs> we I want to see snow leg. <laughs> the 1920s and so on, snowmen were heavily used in advertising. Advertising? <laughs> the great advertising. From shortening to cold calls, there's this ad that was like Make your cold calls work better. And it's like fro- like a snowman. I say I was about to say Frosty is shorthand for snowman. Holding a phone and like, mm, he's sad. <laughs> hmm. And then also gum for whatever reason. Probably because cold. Like Sorry. mint flavor. You mm-hmm. know? So I just have to imagine that people just found snowman appealing. And it probably appeals to a sense of identity. Like American identity. Yeah. Like well, innocence. Just, 
it's, and creation. And I think advertising, it is associated with, like, that, like, American young whatever. But it's a worldwide phenomenon. They're everywhere. Yeah. These are not hemisphere locked. They're taking over. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're... We're worried about the robots? I'm worried about the snowmen. Um, A book was written in 1944, Snowy, the Traveling Snowman, by (gasps) Ruth Berman, which is about a magical snowman that goes bumpity bump (gasps) down a hill. In 19... Sorry. In 1949, a song was written with no attribution to Ruth Berman. So (gasps) I'm not going to say... Ruth Berman is the unsung hero. Yeah, I'm not going to say who wrote the song. Because they don't deserve it. Really? And also, I forgot to write it down. Oh, okay. (laughs) But also, it's these, the two people who wrote it, they also wrote Here Comes Peter Cottontail. Mm -hmm. And the, like, story is that they watched Rudolph and were like, could do that. So they... When did, when was the song written? 1954. Or 1949. The song was in 1949. Okay. So they heard Rudolph. Mm Mm-hmm. And they went. They went, Easy oh, we could do that. Yeah. And they were right. <laughs> yeah. And they did. So they wrote the song. The song became a smash hit. It was being covered by a bunch of celebrities. And then in 1954, there was this short video that you can watch. Mm. And it's like, it looks like Snowy, Ruth's Snowy more so. And then in 1969, that was the original Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman, like cartoon. Mm-hmm. And then there was So a, it's not a based date. off of a book. Well, it is ultimately. It's based yeah. off of Snowy. Yeah. But there wasn't a Frosty the Snowman book. Mm-mm. So Snowy it was the based, book. People, I've often seen where they're like, oh, it's based off of a song. But the song is based off of a book. Snowy the book, Frosty the song, mm-hmm. Frosty the show. Frosty the short, then Frosty the show. Okay. And that, um, who made, I just did it like a whole research project on the people who made that short. And they also did this, the Rudolph one. Okay, give me just one second. Because I can do this. I'm going to hate myself when you say it because it's like at the tip of my tongue. Who made it? Rankin. Rankin Bass. <laughs> That's who made it. Yeah. They also made an, a Hobbit television special, which is very odd. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what I did the project on. I did it on 1970s Lord of the Rings adaptations. Animated adaptations. Because there's three of them. That's wild. Yeah. That's a wild project. And no, Rankin and Bass talented individuals they started in advertising and then they made rudolph and it was a smash hit and they just kind of kept going with that well yeah and then these two people wrote the song and then i believe in in bob Eckstein, he says that they were they like pitched it they pitched frosty as a potential follow-up mm-hmm. to rudolph mm-hmm. yeah i like frosty i grew up with it i grew up with frosty i my grandma has i have a picture of a corner of her house. Oh, jeez. Are those all snowmen? Those are all snowmen. Those are all snowmen. That would be the snowman tree. Oh. Which she has two trees. Well, she has three trees. She has one Christmas tree that is for Christmas, like, any decorations. Well, she has four. Okay, she has one <laughs> Christmas tree that's for any decorations. One that's for decorations that have to do with travel. One that is for decorations that have to do with the 49ers. And then one that is all snowman. And this is the snowman tree. I would worry about that. About them ganging up on me. There's a lot of snowmen. I wouldn't worry about snowmen ganging up on me until there's, like, 50 of them. And that's, like, 100. It does mean that, like, everyone in the family has a favorite grandma snowman. Yeah. Because there's so many. Mine, his name is Bob. He's from Japan. I mean, not to be gauche, that's a good one. He's about this big. Like I said, these pictures will all be posted. Um, So, yeah, my grandma has a ton. So I called her, and I was like, hey, grandma, why snowmen? She loves Frosty. A lot of these are Frosty's, like, licensed, right? Mm-hmm. We watched Frosty every single Christmas. We would go at Christmas on um, day after Thanksgiving. We would go over to Grandma's house to decorate with her, and we would watch Frosty that night. She has Frosty cups and Frosty glasses and Frosty, like, plates, and we would watch Frosty the Snowman, and it was, like, this huge deal with my cousins. And so I called her last night, and I was like, hey, Grandma, why snowman? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And she said, they're cute. Anyone can make them because they're cute. You can make them. I don't know. I just like them, which I think is the perfect sentiment. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, that really encapsulates everything you've been talking about. Because I, I, I try to intellectualize everything because that's how I make sense of the world. Yep. It's like, oh, there's human need to create and 
which I do believe in, but also, like, sometimes things are cute. Yeah. And we like them. And it's, I think there's... We like baby... I guess... <laughs> I Snowmen maybe show some traits of, like, human babies. Like big heads. Round, big heads, big eyes. Well, my the ones I find cute are often little. Yeah. And I also really enjoy... I like when they're kind of lumpy. Yeah. I like it when it looks like someone gave up halfway through. <laughs> I just, I like it when you can see Well, the, you see the human impact The creator's on hand. Yeah. yeah. The Arthur, the snowman Arthur fairy. Sure. <laughs> I mean, okay, the thing about the Arthur <laughs> is that it's taken from author, which means, like, the author of a snowman is generally one person. The author of a book is normally one person. Yeah. The author of... A painting is normally one person. The reason the auteur theory of film is different is because there's so many people involved that it's the idea that you have to pick someone who is the author of it, even when there are a hundred authors. So it's really the author theory in terms of snowman. Anyway. Do you want me to keep that in? Uh, Probably not. (laughs) I liked it. I liked it. If you liked it, you can keep it in. I can see the light in your eyes dying as you were talking. Well, I, I mean, I do think that there is something interesting about the fact that film is a collaborative endeavor. Yeah. And a lot of, I think the big snowmen are all makes it different from film. And that's yeah. true. Who is the auteur of a snowman when you're working with your friends? I think, I think that's why I like the little ones. Because it's one person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, and you like films that have really distinctive voices. I do. I do. A lot of people do. Yeah. We like, we like to see it. We like to see the author's head. You already said that. I just like... I, I think I also like the, like, democracy, the equalization of a snowman. The fact that it's accessible to everybody is really... If you well, have everybody snow. who has snow. Yeah. That's... I've never thought about that, because I've always had snow. Mm-hmm. So everybody's made a snowman. <laughs> right? Um, in 1999, and again in 2008, Bethel, Maine, made the world's tallest snow person, they specify. In 1999, they named it... <laughs> Sorry. They named it Angus, comma, King of the Mountain. Wow. It was 10 stories tall. <gasps> and then in 2008, they beat their own record with Olympia Snow Woman at 11 stories tall. Is that... Becca, their arms are two spruce trees. <gasps> Just... Does she hold the record? She did. Olympia... She do. Olympia? Olympia Snow Woman. I'm going to pull up a picture of Olympia Snow Woman. She's so impressive and terrifying, and I hate her, actually. She has eyelashes, Becca. (laughs) She is not cute. No. This is the Marvel movie of snowmen. She's a snow mountain. She's so scary. She's not a... She's... It took... I don't think that she embodies the spirit of snowmen. It took... So long for her to melt. They did a bunch of like they've bastardized the snowman tradition. <laughs> they did a bunch of like, like uh, what's it called? Bet like people bet on when it would melt, and it oh, took funny. it took like I think it was like two months. Yeah, because it's a lot of snow. It's a lot of snow. At what point is it considered melted though? Oh, and this is Angus. Angus is worse. <laughs> <laughs> Angus, king of the mountain. Sorry, I should give him his full title. Why? I mean. It kind of defies every aesthetic principle. The way its eyes... Its proportions are so unsettling. <laughs> Sorry. The people... Okay, it's also... <laughs> the amount of snow. This king of the mountain was 8 million pounds of snow. Whoa, what? And then... <laughs> Olympia was 13 million pounds of snow. She didn't melt until July. July 30th of 2008. Wow. And nobody's bothered since then because it doesn't matter. <laughs> and no one cares. Where was this? Uh, Bethel, Maine. Maine. That explains everything. Oh, and you can see, so Angus, as he melted. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Angus, as he melted, kind of started leaning oh, backwards. Oh, boy. He's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's he's going. He's He's a danger. He's fascinating. It's so funny. It's just so funny. They're just these really big piles of snow. And we're like, whoa. Um, also in Japan, uh, the Shiramine Snowman Festival sees thousands of snowmen being built, which effectively doubles the population of that town. 
from uh to from the end of January to mid February, and they like do a thousand, and then also in twenty fifteen in, I don't know. Okay, some this town's name is either L I Y A M A, or I I Y A M A, and you might say Tegan. Obviously, it's L, right? Yeah. Number one, it's Japanese, so I don't know. And number yeah. two, I would copy and paste it and change the case. And on some websites, they used an L. And on some websites, they used an I. I'm sorry. So I don't know. Liliama? Ayama? Who knows? In Ayama, northwest of Tokyo, more than 600 people made 1,585 snowmen in one hour. Whoa. The rules were they had to be at least three feet tall, have facial features, and have ornamental arms. It's a big snowman. No tools were allowed, and it was mostly school children. And they were happy to do it. Mm, there's pictures, and it's like all these little kids, like, like pushing in the snow, and and a lady with a ruler walking around. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's snowmen. And that's we have snowmen. our favorite. Our listeners sent in some snowmen. Anna Eichhart found a snowman with a male organ on the side of the road. Oh. Which is actually, I think, is in the spirit of the miracle of 1511. <laughs> and shouldn't all things and be? Here's, here's what he looks like. It's hard to see. But, yeah, that's him. That's okay. That's the snowman. Sure. And then this one is from our very own Amelia. Mm-hmm. And then we have this one's from Carly, who she built this snowman and someone stopped and yeah. asked if she they could take a picture with it. That's a good-looking snowman. It's a good-looking snowman. Yeah. I like that snowman. I um, I love Calvin and Hobbes snowman. Mm-hmm. I also... There's an episode of Kim Possible where they make a lot of snowmen and they all turn yes. evil. Yes. Sorry. That's a good episode. That's a good one. And they plow them over with plows. And then... Yeah, because there aren't, like, even, like, Shigo and Draken are, like... Elsewhere. No! Aren't they also <gasps> on the side of good? Like, the snowmen are the ultimate evil? I think what oh. happens is... I think it's... Draken and Ron get stuck together in like That's an escape pod. That's what And it then is. it's Shigo. Well, I don't know what she goes up to. She's, I think, trying to find Draken. And then it's just Kim yep. and her family who have to fight. That's what it is. The snowman. You're totally right. I, I remember it vividly. Um, there was also a period, I forgot about this, there was a period of parody movies mm. about snowmen, mm. which always happens. Like horror movies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Frost, which was in 1997. Where a snowman kills a bunch of people. It's pretty horrifying. I actually don't recommend it. And then R.L. Stein mm. also made The Snowman, which was about a killer snowman. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks, R.L. <laughs> which is definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, snowmen got too cute. So then, And I feel like now it's like snowmen are mainly Well, they did itchy. become, like, I associate snowmen with, like, the 1960s. And I think a big reason why is because of the Frosty the Snowman movie. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it does feel, like, kind of innocent, fundamentally. And maybe it's also because they're typically, like, made of a pure white substance that's, yeah. like, just an art. White translates as that. And they're round. And they're just, like, kind of generic and pleasant yeah. for some reason. And they're bulbous. And associated with my childhood. Yeah. So well, and any childhood, I feel like they're associated with childhood as a concept. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it's so interesting that like most of these historical accounts are of snow sculptures. Because people don't write down when kids do things. Yeah, or take pictures. Except for Mary Dillwyn. Love her. Our hero. Mm-hmm. Mm, we love her. We're gonna make a snowman this year. We I are. Decided. Yeah, the snow that's snowing right now is far too dry, but well, it'll happen. We'll, we'll get some good stuff. Narrows eyes. It'll happen. So, yeah, Snowman. I had to read a book. If you'd like to read it, you're more than welcome. The pictures are awesome. And at the end, at the end, he does have a little statement about how kids these days aren't building snowmen. Okay, where does the flea market come in? Like, oh, he, little paraphernalia? Yeah, just so much of snowmen, of snowmen right now are, like, go to a CVS and count how many snowmen you see. I feel uh... like... It's like elephants where you start seeing them everywhere. Like, this is, my dear listeners, I know it's it's probably, I don't know when this will be released, 
but like just look around. Look at how many snowmen. Open are your eyes. Open your eyes to the snowman menace. <gasps> oh yes, he does have. It's like the evolution, the misunderstanding of human evolution, where it's like a chimp going to a guy, mm-hmm. and then after the guy, what's the ultimate step? A, a snowman <laughs> with a top hat and a carrot nose. Yeah, the ideal snowman. I mean, this is a pretty visual episode. So we'll be posting a lot of pictures. We will. And also, I think you can conjure what a snowman looks like. Yeah. I believe in you. I do. I believe in you, too. And along with that, we have a special little giveaway thing we're doing where uh, post sometime after this episode has come out between now and January 30th. Post a picture of a snowman. Tag us in it either on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. If you don't have social media, print out a picture of a snowman, write Be More Specific Podcast on it, and tape it to something and then send me a picture via text, please. This is verification. Um, And then uh, review, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do all those Not things... Not too harshly. Please. Nicely. And if you do all those things, then I will enter you in for a, a giveaway, for a gift card. And also a t-shirt that Becca's going to make. Yeah, it's a secret. What it is. But you're going to love it. And you're going to want to wear it for sure. (laughs) Yeah. You're not going to want to hide it in the bottomest corner of your closet. It's not going to go in the drawer of things you don't wear. You know the drawer. You're not going to ever donate this to Salvation Army. No, that would be embarrassing. (laughs) Because they would say, this is such a nice shirt. Why are they they donating it? (laughs) This is a cultural artifact and it's important. (laughs) Yes. We got to come up with a fun send-off. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The... The amount of silence that fills the air when we both try to think of something funny. Yeah. Kiss, Mary kill. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Frosty the snowman. Okay. The abominable snowman. Wait, like the Yeti? Uh, the abominable snowman from Monsters, Inc. And okay. Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Who's Harry and the Hendersons? Oh, okay. He, he's he's basic, He's a Yeti is what he is. Can he's I just off. a picture. He's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it's it's Kiss Mary Kill. Yeah. Kiss Mary Kill. So Kiss Mary Kill, Frosty the Snowman from the 1969 version. Mm-hmm. The Abominable Snowman from Monsters Inc. Okay. He's hot. And Harry from Harry and the Andersons. Okay, I kill Harry. <laughs> and I'll kiss Frosty and I'm marrying. <laughs> I'm marrying. Yeah, the, you The Abominable Snowman. The Abominable Snowman. He makes you snow cones. He does make snow cones. He's actually such a sweetie pie. They're I think, lemon flavored. I think my decision is the exact same. I like the way they eat them in that movie. Yeah. I might kill Frosty, though. He doesn't have nearly as much character development as Harry does. Well, but when you were a kid, did you cry when you watched Frosty? Uh, maybe. I cried. I didn't cry a lot, even as a kid. My grandma had a stuffed... She has a lot... So she has all the snowmen, and a yeah. lot of them are, like, melted snowmen, like, as a joke. Oh, Funny. But they never do branded Frosties that are melted. You ever think about how Frosty the Snowman is a Christ allegory? <laughs> I do, all the time, actually. Yeah, I forgot to mention that, but it is. <laughs> he is. He is. He is created, and then he is killed. And then he is risen. Yeah. <laughs> snowmen. They're the <gasps> reason for the are season. Are all snowmen Christ allegories? No. No? I don't think so. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um... What was I going to say? I don't even think, I don't even think the goal was to make it a Christ allegory. I think it's just like solid story structure. I guess that's true. Because your hero has to return at the end. Uh Uh-huh. Things are slightly different. It would be weird if Frosty died and all the kids were like, man, we sure learned. That's kind of what they're like. Yeah, but like, and then he never comes back. And then it's credits with those giant snowflakes. You're right. It, I mean, it wouldn't be a children's story. I anymore. did the other day ask Desert. I was like, do snowflakes ever get as big as they are in Frosty the Snowman? And mm-hmm. he was like, no. I was like, I don't know. I don't I don't know these things. I'm going in blind. The I, other, yeah, I don't know enough to say why that's not true. They stick Just together. Like, I think, oh, yeah? I think. I, I don't know why the ice crystals... I feel like if, if snowflakes were that big, that they would hurt. Well, I agree. They would hurt. <laughs> but why can't the ice crystals get that big? Well, I'm sure they can. They probably break up. Oh, just like wind? Yeah, I'd assume. And like the air? I don't know. If I was a fairy when I was a kid, I always said my name would be Crystal with a K. Whoa. And okay. I would be. <laughs> that is 
Classy. And I would be an ice fairy mm. because I wanted to make crystals. Okay. Okay. If you okay. were a fairy, what fairy would you be? I wanted to be a bionicle. <laughs> With a big, cool sword. Sorry. You wanted to be a bionicle? Uh, very, very badly. I really want a picture. Bi- bionicles don't have blood or skin <laughs> or bones. I really want a picture of me as a little, like, crystal fairy and then you. It's like a, just a bionicle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I probably also did want to be a fairy. I think I liked Fawn the most mm. from, like, the Tinkerbell series. Well, I was, like, weird about fairies. Like, they were my... They were your thing. Fairies were my snowman. Wow, okay. As my as snowmen are to my grandma. I, think, I mean, I think Harry Potter was, like, my big thing that I had a bunch of merch for. Oh, that's fair. Um, but I did draw, like, bionicle, bionicle fan art. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, really? it's like the, that's like I maybe the hole. most involved I've been with a fandom in my life in terms of making my own stuff because I've never written fan fiction, but I did draw my own Bionicles. That's fair. Which is a difficult endeavor. That is, they're hard. Yeah. I did my own like gem sonar or whatever for Steven Universe and I was like, this is difficult. Cool. Also, did you ever read the Abhorsen series? Yes. I drew I drew some fan art for that. Oh, that's good. Well, I drew myself fair. as a necromancer. Oh, of course. With the, my my bandolier bells. of bells, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Are those grenades?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yep, those are grenades." What's the normal? Do you want them to be grenades? <laughs> yeah. See, I would draw myself as fair, just a fairy, just all the time, and I just draw so many fairies. It was just fairy time. All yeah. the time. I thought boys were easier to draw, so I never drew myself. I, I just always drew, drew boys. boys. Yeah. I was anti-drawing boys. I couldn't do curves. I could only do curves. So interesting. People, yeah. If we had met then. We, we would have created been. a complete... I would have drawn a very handsome knight. Uh-huh. And you would have drawn a very pretty fairy. Mm-hmm. And we would have made them kiss. <gasps> <laughs> so, yeah, that's... I mean, that's cute, but it's, it's not an ending. No, it's not. Um... If you okay, okay, I'm trying to think. Would uh, would you would you love me if I were a snowman? Yeah, I think if you were a snowman, oh man, that means I would be like checking the weather. You'd have to take care of me. Would you keep me in your freezer? Would you buy a big freezer? Would you want to be in a freezer? I wouldn't want to die. Are you sure? If the alternative, I don't think is... I'd be cold. I don't think I'd have skin. I think I might be happier as a snowman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, could I make you small? Yes, I think I would. Mean, I I think I would still be a <gasps> sentient make... being if I were a very small snowman. Becca, if you have one big snowman, and you use that same and it's sentient, you use the same snow to make a million little snowmen. Would you have a million Beccas? Would you keep them in different places? Yeah, as backup. <laughs> it's like backing up your files. But it's backing up your sentient like, snowman. What's it? Was it called like cryo freezing? Mm-hmm. Tiny. And then there's the snowman. one I keep like ultra safe, and that one like ha- is not socialized. Okay, but we wouldn't all have the same experiences then. So you'd have to update me every time. I'd I'd put like a little Bluetooth headphone next to each one. <gasps> Walkie talkies. Give you updates. Yeah. You would. Yeah. There's no way we could do the podcast because you would melt in this room. It's always would too hot snow here. be a bad environment to record in? Is it like muffly? It might actually be good. The problem is like technology getting wet. Well, no, it would be frozen. It would be like an, a room of ice. Okay, a room of ice would be bad to record in. Well, it would be cold. Well, and it would be <sighs> bouncy. Snow is powdery. Oh, okay. Well, snow doesn't <clears throat> have to melt. <sighs> In the space of two hours. If you were a snowman, I would move somewhere. That was always. So you're, wait, you're saying if we, if I was a snowman, we couldn't do the podcast anymore. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Also, how would you talk? You think I wouldn't talk as a snowman? I don't know. Then what's the point of having me around? If you can't talk, would you rather die? Uh, Maybe. Well, could but could I move? Why is that any different from talking? I don't I don't know. You think I, I could move as a snowman but not talk? Where do we Okay, are you cursed or are you blessed with being a snowman? I think that changes cuz if you're cursed, I don't think you could talk. I think I don't the think only difference move. between a curse and a blessing is attitude. <laughs> <laughs> 
that gave me psychic damage. <laughs> Am I wrong? So if okay, snowman is much harder than worm. The girlies are gonna hate this one. <laughs> yeah, you go home and ask Desert what he would do. He'll probably be like, "I would keep you around until the snow melted." <laughs> I like my idea of making a bunch of Beccas as backup. Mm. And then, ooh, I could do a little experiment where I drive one crazy <laughs> with isolation. You would do that? No, I wouldn't. That'd be so mean. <laughs> what in the black mirror? No, I would not. <laughs> black mirror, but we were all snowmen. <laughs> That's like the conceit of the episode. We're all secret. What if we are snowmen? What if we are snowmen and snowmen are the only real people? What if? Wow. Being a snowman would suck. Uh-huh. I'm glad you've also come to this conclusion. I mean... If you were a snowman, would you want me to mercy kill you? I think... I I think I would want to sit with you mm. on the beach oh. as I melt. Nope. That's not funny. It's going to make me sad. <laughs> it would be really beautiful. Well, you know... That would be nice. You would have to pay for the plane ticket. Oh, yeah. Well, how are you going to pay your snowman? Would you'd keep me? Yeah. Oh, and I would be a small. I I would cut myself down to size so that you wouldn't have to pay for my plane ticket, and oh, you would keep you. me in a cooler. Oh yeah. They'd be like, "What's in there?" And I'd be like, "Don't open it. It's my best friend." <laughs> Duh, she's gonna die. I'm gonna die someday. Okay, I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. We normally have something so stupid that we start laughing, but we so, haven't been too stupid this time. So men are too nice. Snowmen are just too cute. I just want to kiss. pleasant. I want to kiss every snowman on the little forehead. A, a tender forehead kiss for every snowman. That's my presidential campaign. <laughs> that's the, that's like your only issue? Is a tender forehead kiss for every snowman. Would you hire other people to do it or would it be you? Personally? It would be me. Every time? Yeah. Why would you need to be the president? You could do that now. No, I need to be you the president. You need the resources? I you, need need the- to, you need to, do you need to a lot? All of the military budget I need Air Force to tracking form. down every snowman giving it a kiss and, and also chapstick I believe I believe in globalism and a schema so I also think that it's not just the American snowman every snowman deserves a, a Tegan Mulford forehead kiss what will you do about the ones that melt before you get there are those just lost souls yeah Those ones are just, there's no way to end the conversation about snowman without getting sad because they fundamentally end. You know what? Just like this podcast.